Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC. Oh, we're still in black and white. I don't know what's happening with that. I wonder that. when they're going to invent color. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Anyway. Hey, everybody. Hey, Chase. Jason and Alexis. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. What's going Go on? Ahead. You know, the usual. What are you doing? Really? Just hanging out, you know. Oh, good. Yeah. Didn't have anything else to do at 7.05 a.m. Oh, really? To just sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> Alexis is off for a couple of days. Our buddy Colleen Lindstrom filling in. Uh, Holly D. Roberts is here. Uh, we're just, you know what? We're just here. We're hanging. We're with you. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're, we're laughing. We're doing radio. We're, we're leaking. Uh-huh. We're WTFing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. All of it. That, that's tomorrow, by the way. WTFing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And do we, we know Holly Roberts? Yeah. Any details about uh, that tomorrow? Oh, thank you for asking, Jason. We sure do. So, tomorrow's weekly trivia face-off after a week of being off for Project Down and Dirty. This week is Pop Culture Detectives. Oh, crap. Pop Culture Detectives. Now, I know, oh, Jason, I am so sorry because Alexis, oh. who is Team Matlock, Team Jessica Fletcher... Who is a Columbo super fan? She's out. Yeah. And you're going to be playing uh, against somebody who knows a thing or two about pop culture detectives. Who? Our boss, B. Arthur. Oh, God. And we're going to be playing against Don. It's Don and B? Don and B. And I'm going to tell you, Jason, you got to be careful about B. Arthur because I, I went know. into her office and yeah. I told her over Ooh. the weekend that I had a Columbo marathon. That. Yeah. And I started to list off some of the guest hosts, and she knew exactly the Columbo episode with Suzanne Plachette. She's like, "Oh, the one with her mom when they're on the dinghy." Okay, this is going to sound <laughs> this is going to sound mean when what? I say this, and I don't go mean ahead, it please. to sound mean. No, yeah, but B. Arthur, if I could write up a profile of the type of person who loves TV detectives. It would be B. Arthur. Yes, I mean f- from head to toe, yeah. inside to out, like. Everything about her is fits the profile of yeah. a person who really loves their TV detectives. Oh, yeah. She knew exactly what yeah. episode I I'm not watched. surprised that uh, checks like, all the oh, way yeah, out. She's with her mom on the little boat, and then she sees somebody get oh, murdered from no. afar, and it's Eddie Albert. He's a colonel, and all that sort of stuff. Oh, she my gosh. exactly what I was talking oh, about. Oh, my God. She needed to. From a show from 1971. <laughs> oh, so, God. Jason, what I'm telling you is just go free know. and easy. Free? <laughs> no. Free and I'm, easy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Colleen, am I playing with you tomorrow? That is the plan. Uh, is- we've had some things going down at the Lindstrom house uh, yeah. that have changed our travel plans. Yeah. Do your own math. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are hoping that I stay unaffected. Okay. So, yes, that is As the plan. Now. Okay. Yes. So, let's just imagine in a perfect world. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. In a perfect world, you are here. Mm-hmm. What is your skill level 
with pop culture TV detectives. Chase? Yeah? Friend? Whatever your skill level is, okay, it's less than that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you that. Uh, no, you right. know, no. I don't, that's not my I, genre. Girl, it is right, I'm right with you. So, I'm right with you. I mean, I've got Jessica Fletcher and that's about it. That's about all I got. Maybe bear- like Vincent D'Onofrio in uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent. Girl, I don't even have that. That's a, that's an outlier at my house. Oh, Inspector Gadget? There you go. Go, go, Gadget Arm. Okay, now, Holly, um, if you love us, and I know mm-hmm. that you love both of us. I sure do. If you love us, yeah. will you please craft a pretty good practice round for us? In the six o'clock hour, we can make to that help happen. us. Yeah, please we can make that happen. Okay, because I've already seen the questions. Yeah, and I, I, I want to tell you, Jason and Colleen, yeah. that I think you're going to do better than you realize. I feel like that's bitten us in the rear before, Jason. Uh, I feel I, like she no, said I, that the day that we I mean, lost to our husbands. <laughs> I mean, there was that. Yeah, I think that, I, that you, we shan't ever speak of again. No, mm-hmm. what no. did that happen? No, I think Jason and Colleen on tomorrow's weekly trivia face-off, I think that you're going to do better than you think that you're going to do because you're going to be able, because that's the key to a successful round of trivia. You might not know the answer, but you can read around the question to find the nugget of the answer inside. Oh, (sighs) You're giving us a lot of credit. A lot of credit. Because y'all are smart. Thank you, Holly. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I, it is it is a blind it is a pop culture blind spot for me i don't like procedurals mm. i don't like detective i've never have my father uh my dad liked cagney and lacy mm-hmm. um i liked them i think only because i thought they were lesbians but uh that was probably the only reason i as a little gay kid. Now that I'm oh. thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Cagney and Lacey, you said that. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I got a little Cagney and Lacey knowledge. I think, uh, what, uh, Moonlighting, I, I could, Ooh, that's th- a good they one. investigated Remington oh, Steel. Yeah. Remington I was Steel, all Pierce about Brosnan. that. Could be, it, really, it follows the hot men. Is, or you know. for me, lesbians. There you go. Potential, potential lesbians. There you go. Because Let me go on the record for... To, Neither Cagney nor, or Lacey. La- nor Lacey were, were lesbians. But yeah, just, or, or think about, um, what's his face? Uh, oh. <laughs> How are you doing over there, Holly? <laughs> think, about, doing, think about what's his face. <laughs> James Garner, living by the ocean in his car. What? what is, oh! What are you talking about? Oh, um... I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, okay. she's not having an episode. No, uh, she's I'm, not. I'm, I've seen these episodes. Because Rockford Files. Thank it's you. Oh, there favorite. you go. Thank you, Jason Remington Steele. Rockford Files. Mm-hmm. Can oh. we have Kenny play with us? Can he be our oh, phone a friend? He is out. He's out? Yeah. Okay. Unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Yeah. That oh is my God. We could have used some of that. He loves the Rockford Files. By the way, this is the theme song to Cagney and Lacey. It's a really good theme song. Ooh, very good. Well, that sax is showing up. Yeah, we don't, because we love a good instrumental, too. Mm -hmm. We don't don't need necessarily words in our theme songs. Oh. Yeah. No, just a a nice freeze frame, maybe some cool font and the color yellow. Oh, the freeze frame. Man, they don't employ the freeze frame like they used to. No, they do not. They They also don't employ 
the theme song like they used to. No, which no. is tragic. It it's is like tragic. Two seconds. Except for that, I have noticed I am a skipper. When I oh, watch, yeah. when I watch on Netflix or something, and it gives me the option to skip the opening credits, I'm like, heck yes, save a couple minutes. Yeah, but um, you also listen to audiobooks on two. That's true. There is. Thank you, Holly. I have I... listened on three before too. That's oof. what. You know, you what just Chris... have to get used to it. Sorry, oh. Jace. What? You know how um like dogs hear a certain frequency and it freaks them out. Yeah. Or, um, my husband has that with the Suits theme song. He has a visceral reaction because we're loving Suits. Me we're too. It. Where we're are lo- you? Uh, end of season one. Me too. Yeah, loving it. All about it. But mm-hmm. Colin has an odd, visceral reaction to that theme song. Oh, I hit skip so it. fast on that one. Oh, I do too. Yeah. And now he has me hating it. And I love a good theme song. You right. all know that. I love mm-hmm. a good opening title sequence, but he hates it. Mm. He's like, skip, skip. <laughs> now, here is my hint for you, Jason and Colleen. For tomorrow. For tomorrow's weekly trivia face-off. Mm-hmm. When okay. I say pop culture detectives, I'm talking about all sorts of mediums. I'm talking movies. books, movies, okay. TV, Oh. Etc. Okay. So like Nancy oh, Drew, movies. Hardy Boys, like we you really could hit any Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr. There you go. I mean, look at you guys warming yourselves up. Okay. Okay. I'm feeling better. That's, t- that's tomorrow. Trivia Mafia. Holly, do we have any events coming up with Trivia Mafia that you want to plug? Oh, sure. I'm hosting Scream Trivia tonight. <gasps> no! Mine Ales, all about the Scream film franchise. Oh, man. Oh, I would be really good at that. Oh, well, if you can't make it tonight, I'm doing it at Wild Mine Ales at 630. Go to Trivia Mafia social media. They've got Scream Trivias all around the Twin Cities all month long. Oh, it's oh. I love okay, scream. you know, I maybe I might show up with my scream fanatic seventeen year old. Not seventeen yet; he's sixteen until yeah. Sunday. Sorry, I jumped the gun. That's all right. <laughs> We're gonna jump to a commercial when we come back. You know, it's uh, I brought up suits for a reason, not just because my husband has a visceral reaction to the theme song. Colleen is watching all sorts of things mm-hmm. because of the writer strike. All sorts of things. She's coming back to. What is she coming back to? We'll find. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Let's start! Friday, Arnold's heartbroken when his teddy bear disappears. Then Diane needs help with a problem and she turns to Larry for advice. Thank you, Daddy. I mean, Larry, bye! Daddy, go! And on the Rockford Files. Deputy Chief Towns White, somebody beat her to death. A tough case for Rockford. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. A tough case for Rockford. Aren't they all? After different strokes. And here's Larry. (laughs) Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk later under my talk app. I'm Jason. Colleen filling in for Alexis and Holly D. Roberts. We're going to turn to Colleen right now because the strike has forced Colleen to dig into the Treasure chest that is classic television. It's a special edition of Boob Tube Bonanza. Uh, it's on the Boob Tube. Boob Tube. You watch television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up! It's the Boob Tube Bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV with Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. A Boob Tube Bonanza with Colleen Lindstrom, 
What you watching, Colleen? Oh, you guys. Okay, so, um, you know, at the beginning of, like, what would be the beginning of the fall season when I should be watching Grey's Anatomy, don't get me started, my husband season and I were 30. like, yes. Sorry. That's, it endures because it's good and it's yeah, worth it. You're right. Thank you. My husband and I were like, well, we, you know, we like, we still like appointment viewing. Not everybody yeah. gets into that. We like to have a couple things that are appointment viewing once a week. Maybe we can call the children around the television and teach them uh, about our stories. <laughs> um, teach them about what people, has somebody blown up yet on Grey's Anatomy? No, not question, yet, Holly, but so close. Yeah. Um, no, but we we thought, okay, uh, there, you know what what shows what reality shows did we used to watch and love that we should bring back into the mix? So we For have your colonial not, family time. Really, we have not watched Survivor in I probably a decade. We started watching Survivor again. Oh my god! You guys, have you watched Survivor recently? I watched. We had two. Stars from last season on uh-huh. Carol, Carolyn Hayes, who's from here, who was a superstar on last season. Hey, Carolyn. And then Carson, uh, the little NASA nerd mm-hmm. that everyone loved. So I watched Jeff, executive producer Jeff and I watched a couple episodes. So, yes, it was actually I found myself kind of entertained. It is such a good show. The My only complaint is in the early seasons, it really was more about the survival element. Now it really is about outwitting and outplaying. And there's all these extra like immunity um, rewards that come with conditions and trying to keep track of who has what and when they can use it and what the rules are around it. It's that piece I don't love. I'm like, and also I've got some questions because if you'll remember in the first season, if they didn't have fire right away, they could bring fire back to their camp after their first um, uh, tribal council. Then they would have fire and then that was how they could eat. And they showed you how much food they gave them and then what they had to hunt for. Well, there's no talk of the food situation. Uh, So like, but they're clearly eating because... Part of the thing with the lack of food is it like made the mental game a little bit harder. But these people, like, I'm like, I don't know if they're sneaking Hershey bars on the side or if they've got like <laughs> some sort of vending machine with pro. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Teen uh, drinks? I don't know. But these people do not complain about how hungry they are. So something has changed in the midst of this and I missed it because it's a little, I mean, it's still rough. They're still sleeping outside. Um, but it's just not, it's not the same grit that it used to be back in the Elizabeth uh, what's-her-face days. You know, from the view. Hasselbeck. Falarski slash Hasselbeck. There you go. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it's not that. It's And also, they have like a full wardrobe. That's the other thing. In the first season, they jumped off the boat and all they had was what they were wearing. These people, like, they've got three or four different outfits. 
And I'm like, I don't, they got, like, last night, one of the ladies, my daughter goes, why is she dressed up? I was like, I don't know. I don't think you get dressed up on Survivor Island. But she was. was she, Mrs. Howell from yeah. Gilligan's Island? She had, like, yeah. palazzo <laughs> pants on and a nice little button-up. And I was like, that it didn't even look dirty. I was like, I think you're doing it wrong, girl. She, she's wearing slacks. Yeah. But then the other Sensible thing you guys. slacks, Holly. Yeah, yeah. So then after Survivor, we also are watching Amazing Race, which still is just a good show. Oh, it's good television. That's why it wins every Emmy. Yes. It's it's that the producing of that show. It's um, phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It really is. Yeah. So it's not too late to jump in, at least for Survivor. It might be, you know, you're going to miss out on some of the alliances, but the amazing race, you can jump in that anytime. Look at you digging into the classic network television. I know. And enjoying I it. And lo- like liking it. I'm quite enjoying myself. Thank you. Other than the two episodes we watched for last or for the interviews that we did, I have never watched a full episode of Survivor. Really? Same. And really, Holly? I've never watched an episode I of Survivor shocked. or The Amazing Race. Not a single yeah. one. Oh my gosh. No. I'm Colleen, look in the camera right now. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded. You're you're sandwiched between two people who don't know your joy. I literally can't believe it. I honestly, and a survivor, I think is like its own flavor, but I can, you've got to watch the amazing race. Honestly, I will tell you, here's a little fun, fun fact. When Bradley and I first started working together for like the first, in the first two years, we were like, we should try out for the amazing race. Yeah. Yeah. We would, you two would be good. Well, I don't know. Do you, have you seen us? do things before <laughs> like, um, like yeah, did, I, the minute it came out of my mouth yeah, you were like i don't know um, because yeah. um when we did project down and dirty um boot camp there was at the end there was sort of a challenge that we had to do where do you remember this phase I do. where I we do. had to like save somebody from a building from a bill yeah and then yeah. and and all bradley like we were good in the like exploring the building part, but then we had to like administer some first aid, and yeah. that's when it all fell apart because I was trying to do things in the order that I thought. And Bradley was there was an acronym that we learned, and it was missed, but I couldn't remember what it stood for. And Bradley just kept on yelling it at me. He was like, "Missed, missed," and I was like, mm. <laughs> "Nope." We finished, and afterwards we were like, "That was not our best teamwork." Best, yeah, but it was funny. Oh my god! So yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I, I just if I were going to do the Amazing Race, I would need somebody who was going to do all the daring things, and I would just do the puzzles. Yeah, I wonder what kind of I oh I would need someone that could do both of those things. Like I don't I don't do heights. I don't do heights. Right? Holly, I don't do, you do heights. I can. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can be with us. All right. Thank great. You. I don't do thrills. I don't do. Yeah, I don't do those. I don't either. do thrilling things. No. I don't really like to do dirty things. I don't do those either. So that's not my favorite. I don't want to touch fish, which they had I, to do last night on the Amazing fish. Race. Like, I don't like to touch a lot of things. Actually. I don't want to gut anything. No. Like, if I have, like, Survivor, if I have to gut, like, a possum or something to no. eat it, I'm not doing that. No, not interested. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I don't think maybe I'd these, be a good... Maybe I mean, we should just be, like, on Press Your Luck or Wheel of Fortune or something. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm in. Perfect. I can do that. Well, we... When we come back, in honor uh, of Disney's 100th, uh, I have a, I've crafted a little game for mm. Lady Holly and Lady Colleen. They're going to battle Disney 100 trivia when we return. Hey, everybody, 
Elliot, Jason for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Uh, they have the best happy hour. Okay, end of commercial. Holly, go go ahead and run the next one. Uh, they do have the best happy hour. The Star Tribune said it. I told you before the Star Tribune did. They uh, revamped it a couple months ago, and it has been a huge success. So before you go to a Vikings home game or before you go down to the Hennepin Theater uh, District, get to downtown early. If you're in St. Paul for an event, get there early and make a whole night of it. Their happy hour is perfectly timed to do just that. Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5.30 at Red Cow. Oh, they have their double barrel sliders on their happy hour menu. And uh, they have their uh, homemade chips and dip, their award-winning chips and dip. I mean, it's warm potato chips. What more do I need to tell you? So follow the herd and run to Red Cow for happy hour, Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5.30. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk. Later on our My Talk app, I'm Jace with Holly and Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Alexis today. Okay, this week, this week is the anniversary, the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. Walt signed those papers with his brother Roy this week, 100 years ago, to form what is now known as the Walt Disney Company. It's so cool. So cool. So, I thought it would be fun to craft a little... Disney 100 Trivia Contest. Oh, now, I was a big fan of Colleen and Bradley, and I know the rules of their games. Uh, they just said their names out loud to signify that they wanted to buzz in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we're will... low budget like that. Yeah, That's yeah. right. So we're going to do Colleen and Bradley rules. Okay. Uh, the minute you know the answer, we're going to keep this simple. Nothing fancy. The fanciness is in the questions that I'm holding in my hand from my wonderful world of Disney uh Family game. I cannot. Uh, I'm so jealous of that. I am getting that. Like it's so fun. ASAP. It's so fun. So here we go. I'm going to begin uh, with a little beautiful music underneath it. Mm-hmm. Disney themed music. You will recognize this from Beauty and the Beast. And that is actually a hint to our very first question. Where is it? There we go. Here we go. What character from the Broadway musical Beauty and the Beast sings the following? No passion could reach me. No lesson could teach me. Colleen. Colleen. The Beast. You are right, Colleen. You are right. A point on the board for Colleen. Thank Thank you, you. Holly, for assisting Mm -hmm. me with that. Here we go. Disney 100 Trivia continues. In the animated feature film, 101 Dalmatians, what two colors is Cruella DeVille's hair? Holly. Holly was a little Mm. before you, Colleen. Holly? Black and white. Holly, you are right, and you're on the board. You are on the board. Black and white. That's right. Okay, here we go. You're doing well here. What star from the television series Happy Days played Maurice in the original cast of Beauty and the Beast on Broadway? Colleen. Colleen? Scott Bale. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Chachi is the wrong answer, Colleen. I, uh, uh, happy days, you oh. say, huh? Uh, you have a chance for the steal, Holly. Oh, 
If you think about it, it's obvious. Maurice. Oh, Tom Bosley. Holly, you are on the board again. Aww. You are right. Mr. C himself. Oh. Tom hey. Bosley. <laughs> hey. okay, here we go. This is an easy one, so get ready, you two. Get ready to say your name. What Disney character received his name because he frequently thumps his hind foot against Colleen. the ground? Thumper. Thumper is right, Colleen. Thank you. you have tied it up from Walt Disney's classic Bambi, my mother's favorite Disney movie. It scarred me as a child, but no I didn't kidding. Stop from, it didn't stop her from showing it to me. <laughs> there you go, Jason. Yeah. Okay, this one might go fast too. Get ready. Okay. Yeah. What Disney character does impressions of Jack Nicholson, Schwarzenegger, Colleen. and Ed Sullivan? The genie from Aladdin, played by. Robin Williams. Colleen, you are now in the lead with three points. That's right. The genie from Aladdin. Okay, here we go. In Sleeping Beauty, which fairy, which good fairy, turns Maleficent's pet raven into a stone gargoyle? Flora, Fauna, or Meriwether? Holly. Yes. Meriwether? You have tied it up, Holly. Wow. Did you just guess that? That would have been my uh, guess. You know, I just thought about it and yeah, I was like, that makes sense. A couple context yeah, clues. Yeah, because Meriwether is the little stout one. Yeah. Yeah. We love her. And she comes through. Mm-hmm. If you just tuned in, it's a rousing game of Disney 100 trivia celebrating the 100th anniversary this week of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, okay, here we go. What full-length animated film, listen closely to that, stars Goofy? Holly! Holly? A Goofy movie! Holly? You are right. Wow! Yeah. A Goofy movie. Holly moves into the lead. Mm. I'm impressed. A Goofy movie. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Next question. According to Aladdin's song, One Jump Ahead, what is the only thing Aladdin steals? Holly. Holly. Is it bread? Yes. No. What? Uh, All right. Colleen, you have a chance to steal. Listen to the question, though. Uh Remember, it's the lyrics. According to Aladdin's song, One Jump Ahead, which, by the way, is my favorite song from that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the only thing Aladdin steals? The tears of children. (laughs) I am sorry. The tears of children are wrong. The tears, I mean, though, it's fantastic. Um, It is only what he can't afford. afford, And um, that's everything. mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry about that. That was tricky. Yeah. Wasn't it? That was a tough one. Okay, this is a park question Mm. from one of the 12 Disney parks around the world. Here we go. What hotel is located over the park's interest at Disneyland Paris? Wait, say that again. What What what? hotel is located over the park entrance? Oh, entrance. Okay. At Disneyland Paris. Holly. Holly. The Disneyland Paris Hotel. You are right, Holly. That makes sense. That's right. Holly 
is now two ahead. It's Holly five. I am ashamed of myself right now. Well, I actually, I love you, but I'm very ashamed. I am ashamed of myself. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. In Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which dwarf is allergic to goldenrod flowers? Holly. Yes. Sneezy. Holly Roberts making a he she's doubling Colleen in this. I know this is I I think I've given up actually is what's no. happening right no, now. No, Colleen. Nope. <laughs> no. Here we go. Okay. Couple more. I mean, not that you're going to win at this point, Colleen. But no, it's fine. I know it's over, but it's fine. No. I'll I'll keep trying. What song from The Lion King is sung by Jeremy Irons, Whoopi Goldberg, and Cheech Marin? Holly. Be prepared. <laughs> Obviously, Colleen is not, so she's losing. Yes, I it know. is be prepared. <sighs> it is be prepared. Yeah. I could have told you who all those people played. It's all, Colleen, that was not I the know that wasn't question. the question. <laughs> We're going to do one more question. Not that this is going to change anything, but it is, <laughs> it's a clap. You're still a loser. <laughs> you're still a loser, Colleen, but not to Mickey Mouse, but. This is a classic question, so I saved it to last. Are you ready? Classic. This is this is a good one. Celebrating the 100th anniversary of Disney. Here we go in the Disney animated classic Cinderella. Does Cinderella lose her right or left glass slipper? Colleen. Yes. Her right. <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat your answer, Colleen? <laughs> Colleen, can you solidify an answer, please? <laughs> Her left, right, left, 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 right. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and do this right now. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. I could build a case for either. She has two um, feet. Yeah, well. Your first answer was the one we have to go with, and I that was that was right. What it, was. <laughs> it was right, and you were wrong. Ah! It is, Cinderella, Cinderella loses uh, her left. Mm. Loses her left. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Oh so. my goodness. Well, yeah. That's, those were the colors of the wind, right there for Colleen. Oh my those, goodness. That's right. That was sad. Yeah, yeah I actually, you know, I might not talk about it a lot, but I have. N- been a Disney fan for a long time. Mm. Yeah, well, and I watched a lot of Disney. You visited right. Disneyland a couple I times. I have visited too. Disneyland on numerous occasions, and even Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we all. Colleen wishes she had a friend like you. I really because, do. <laughs> or a spoonful of sugar because I ain't never had a friend like you. No, no, because mm-hmm. Holly moved not just one jump ahead, but. Mm-hmm. Seven points ahead. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's That's fine. fine. There we go, everybody. That is how you play. <laughs> I'm not Dis- allowed back in my house later, but fine. No, Whatever. That's fine. That's okay. fine. There we go. Disney 100 <laughs> trivia. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we return, one, more reasons why Taylor Swift's movie was a genius move, starring Colleen Lindstrom. You've got mail. Check my text message here. Oh, Matt Lindstrom. What Stop. does Matt want? Let's see here. Hi, Jason. Please tell Colleen on behalf of our family 
She probably shouldn't come home after that disastrous I showing know. at Disney Trivia. Yeah, love Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. So, so Colleen, I don't. Go I think on, you're kind of home. On. I think you don't really have a home right now. I so, if you want right. to stay with me, yeah. Thanks, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Really embarrassing, Colleen. I mean, Holly just whomped you. <laughs> okay. Honestly, if I'm going to lose to anybody, it should be one of the two of you I'm fine with. Very true. Very true. We're so glad you're here. Holly filling in for Alexis this week. Thanks for being here, my talkers. Hope you're having a really good morning. Is it cloudy today? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I, looking it, real yeah. cloudy. Yep. I, cloudy. I closed, my, I closed my door in my new little radio room, which I am just really loving. If I can just take um, a personal moment. Can I take a personal moment with you? I saw during the break, you like pulled a little blankie over for your lap and I just think that's the cutest darn thing I've ever seen. Oh, I have a whoopee that I always have here. I just up, love it. I didn't really know about it. Yeah, and a woman made it for me. It's the it's Dallas. Oh, a that's woman cool. it's a quilt oh, made by a listener gosh. and it's a Dallas whoopee. Okay, and that's the it, coolest thing ever. Summer, spring, fall, winter, I have it on my lap in my radio room. I love it. Yep, it's my whoopee. Every I'm not joking, every day. I have it. It's so cute. Yeah. I was like, oh, you look so cozy over there. Yeah, I love my. This is probably my favorite. I've had four, four radio studios here at Fox over the years since 2006. They just Um, move you around. Yeah. And this is, I think, my favorite. What's the the best? What do you love about it? The fact that um, Holly knows this. In the other configurations, if I had a guest, they would be like sitting uncomfortably next to me and Mm -hmm. I couldn't look at them. I, this room, I'm now looking at the door. I'm no longer looking at a wall. I can see who's coming into my room. Like, for instance, executive producer Jeff just brought a real coffee oh, because, so I, nice. because I was, in fact, just drinking flavored milk oh, earlier. Oh, so weird. They had forgotten to put the espresso in my coffee. Oh, but anyway, word. so he, uh, executive producer Jeff brought me a new coffee. So I can see people coming, and I, I have a guest area right here, right in front of me. So when I have... People in here or like, you know, if Lisa LaCourcier fills in or whoever fills in and they sit in this room, they're now in front of me. There you go. And I'm you can't see it, but I have all sorts of things hanging up. I have. Oh, I love that. My Katie Couric picture. I have a picture of Johnny Carson framed. I have my Dallas stuff in here. Oh, it's lovely. I love that. You've made it like your own little kind of home away from home. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Uh, why is Taylor Swift a genius? You guys, I am not joking. When she announced that she was going to do this era's movie, mm-hmm. I thought this woman, we are all aiding and abetting her collecting all the money in the world. <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, take my money, Taylor, please. Yeah. There are, a, you know, I talked about on, uh, I think it was on Monday, I called into the show to tell you what I thought of yes. the Eras movie. So, like, just my opinions aside, right? Like, I didn't get to go to the concert, and the the movie was a nice, close second. But what, there's, uh, there's like, a whole other level of things to talk about when it comes to the Eras movie. Most of them have to do with how brilliant Taylor Swift is. For example, yeah. for example, do you know, you probably do know this, that movie, the Eras movie, has already made six times its own budget. So the, I know, I said it. Six times? Six wow. times. So the budget for the Eras movie, again, you know, she was already doing the concert. So they brought in the film crew to do the filming of the concert. 
the budget was about 10 to 20 million, somewhere in that range, which is low for a movie. It has made $123 million gross in one weekend. So Thursday to Sunday of last week. Now it'll, I think today it goes, it starts again to go through Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And Taylor Swift. In the distribution of this movie, the Eras Tour. Oh, so some thank you, Holly. She cut out the middleman. Thank and you. Girl, you are preach. getting a wholesale entertainment experience, meaning she mm-hmm. didn't go to a, new, a major studio for distribution of this movie. She just went right straight to the movie theater and was like, "Can you play my movie? Yeah, please." That was my second thing that makes her so brilliant oh is God. because yep. most of that money is money. going straight back to uh, Taylor Swift Incorporated and not to a film studio not to distributors not to because she has a direct deal with amc that's the other thing that she got to do because of that direct deal is she got to say hey you know what why don't we add a day of previews here's the other thing that makes her brilliant what do you think her marketing budget was for this film nothing not much because she She could just use her social media and boom you have it and then word of mouth, and then goobers like us yes. who pick up on it. It's earned media. It's I would venture millions of dollars of earned media. Absolutely. Absolutely. That we have given her. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something else that's going to blow your mind. Hold on. Let me hold on to my desk. Go okay. Ahead. Her movie, the Eras movie, which has, by the way, remember, only been in theaters for one weekend. One weekend is the second highest grossing October movie of all time. Of any October? Of any October. Of all the Octobers. <laughs> it falls directly behind the 2019 film, The Joker. Oh, my gosh. Dang. Isn't that, I mean, Dang. and that movie went on to gross over a billion dollars yeah. at the box office. So think for, just like sit for one moment with that and think about... In your car. This is one person. Grab your whoopee. Grab your whoopee. Grab grab a Kleenex. (laughs) Cry because you're not Taylor Swift. Yes. This is one woman. One human. Who who you know has made all of these choices that have. It's it's actually remarkable. You can dislike Taylor Swift. I'm fine with that. I if that's if you want that in your heart, that's fine. I won't judge. But you have got to respect. Her business acumen. It is unbelievable what she has done. Uh, This was the biggest IMAX opening for a concert film. Uh, This, uh, yeah, I mean, she truly, honestly, oh, she is, she is, um, she is on track to have the highest grossing concert film and tour of all time. She owns the world. Taylor Swift. It's brilliant. It's unbelievable. It it reminds me of the mechanism and the operation that Oprah had back in the day when yeah. the Oprah Winfrey show was firing and she had the Angel Network and she had the book club and she had favorite things. You know what I mean? And the, yes. the movies and Harpo was just a behemoth, not in the music realm, but in the TV realm. This is what it reminds me of. Yes. Every choice she has made has been what has led to her success. Yep. I love it. Gotta respect it. You you don't play, don't hate the player, hate the game. Exactly. Girl. Well, we can hate what's coming up next. Um, second chance romance. Yeah, I said find it. Love.
Thank, Thank you, Alexis. Alexis. I Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you. She's at that strip club, remember? At oh, um, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, with the horse. Uh-huh. Here's an apple girl. Second chance romance when we return. Hey, friends. Alexis for Rebath. Rebath.com. They make it so easy to love your bathroom, and they have everything that you need. They are a one-stop bathroom remodeling shop. They completely remove, replace, and remodel. They're not selling tub or shower cover-ups or any of those liners. You know that nasty thing is underneath there. Nope. At Rebath, they completely remove it, and they send a designer to your home, which is fantastic. Just go to Rebath.com. Make sure you mention me or my talk. You'll get $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel, and they'll bring the showroom to you. Hundreds of options for you. You can also stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. There you'll see the choices that Angel and I made in our bathroom more than three years ago. Absolutely love it. So get that free design guidance, quality products, professional installation, five days or less, they'll get the job done. Go to Rebath.com to have a designer come to you.